This is the Epic Bones Podcast. Inspiration for busy people who are looking for a way to fit a sliver of their dreams into the chaos that is life. I'm your host, Leanne Brennan, creator of Epic Bones, here to share stories of people who followed their curiosity and reframed their process to take steps towards their daily goals against all odds. Let's open the door to possibility and step into a new reality. Today, I am so excited to share all of my learnings from my winter spring session of 100 Epic Days, the session I just closed out where I did an animation a day for my 100 Epic Days. And there's a lot of great insights you can take away from listening to this episode. But before I get into it, I want to share with you that I am doing a free three-day challenge in July. It's after the 4th of July holiday. It's the perfect time to get into a groove and start something. It's called Epic Start. It's three days, July 18th to the 20th. And I'm going to be doing a bunch of mindset work with you. And then on day three, we're all going to pick something and start it together. I did this last year and it was so much fun. Somebody started writing again. Someone started painting after having not done that in a really long time. Someone decided to paint their living room, which I thought was such a great thing. It's just something she had been meaning to do that she kept putting off. And she finally said, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to use this challenge to finally paint my living room that color that I wanted to so you know pick something where you want to either express yourself creatively or you're just wanting to use your hands to do something use this challenge to get started so go to epicstartchallenge.com to sign up Again, it's July 18th to the 20th. Replays will be provided for those who cannot join live. And it's just going to be so much fun to finally get started. So go to epicstartchallenge.com or you can find the link in the show notes. I'm really excited to do this solo episode with you where we just kind of hang out and I review all the stuff that I went through this winter and spring. And it should be some, there's going to be something that you're going to take away from this that's going to help you in your journey. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. So I thought I'd give you a rundown on what I learned on my third round of 100 Epic Days. So the first round, I did this by myself and I did a drawing a day, which was more of a creative practice uh, challenge to myself to see if I could for a hundred days, just be creative. And I created all these rules around my art to make it black and white and simple around one character and one theme and really just try and lower the stakes with my creativity so that I could get back into it and get in the flow and not have hesitation and fear around making art. And that was really exciting. The second round, I opened it up to a group and I did my affirmation deck. So that's when I took my existing drawings that I had done in the last round and just formatted them and designed the back of the card with a question on it to be an affirmation deck. And I created a 52 card deck. I figured out how to get it printed. And it was so cool to see a real product in the world. And then by the time it came to my third round doing this, the 100 Epic Days, I decided I really wanted to kind of push the boundaries on how I express my art. So I wanted to stay with the same style of this black and white and with the 
one character and the same theme, but I wanted to see, you know, how else can I express myself? And I had been wanting to try using Procreate to animate my drawings for a really long time, pretty much as soon as I started using Procreate just for the illustrations. I thought, oh my gosh, this would be so cool if these were moving. So by the time I got to my third round doing this art, I felt ready for that. You know, that's not something that I could have taken on earlier, but you know, I had been in the groove with my art for over a year and I was thinking, okay, now I'm ready to really just take this on and see what I can do with animation in 20 minutes a day. So my goal for this last round of 100 Epic Days that I just closed out was really to see how I could express myself in new mediums without fear and hesitation. So kind of similar to my first round where I was doing the drawings a day, you know, I had a lot of resistance around doing these animations in Procreate. I didn't know how to do it. You know, I do animation and motion design for my day job, but it's more using like After Effects and Illustrator and the Adobe Creative Suite. I wasn't familiar with animating in Procreate and I don't have a lot of experience doing frame by frame animation. So I had a lot of uh, a lot of stuff come up with that. A lot of imposter syndrome, a lot of, you know, how do I do this? How do I export it? A lot of like technical questions. I had a lot of fear around like, would I be making something good? I had fear around posting it to my Instagram because I'm moving forward as this leader and coach for creatives. And I was like, oh, geez, people are going to get confused when they come to my Instagram and they see all these random animation doodles. You know, I'm not going to come across across as a coach. I'm going to come across as, you know, this random animator. So I had some weird stuff come up with that, but I really wanted to just overcome that and say like, no, I'm an artist. I do what I want and people will be inspired to see me charging forward for 100 days to, you know, show up for myself. Um, And then the other goal with this was to just continue the practice of just doing what I said I was going to do. And that for me has been really powerful. (laughs) Just this simple decision of saying, I'm going to focus on one thing for a hundred days. Now, of course I do other things with my business and my art. Like I'm not only allowed to do animation for the hundred days. I'm still working on my website. I'm still working on what else I can offer with Epic Bones. I'm still, you know, going to art fairs and trying to sell my affirmation deck. Like, of course I'm doing other things, but for my 100 Epic Days, I pick one thing that I'm going to focus on for that specific intention. And I make it doable so that it's 20 minutes a day. And just doing that now for three rounds and just setting the intention, saying I'm going to do it, showing up to do it, finishing the hundred days, it's just reinforcing that, wow, I can follow through on my goals. I can follow through on what I said I was going to do. And I think I kind of fell out of that with you know, being a mom and having a day job, you kind of let your personal creative stuff slip a little bit because there's just so much stuff going on. But I just love how this container helps me just stay in it and finish, even if, you know, the end result in air quotes doesn't look like what I thought it was going to be. There's just 
so much self-satisfaction in finishing something. And I just love that feeling. I feel like so victorious. Like I just finished a marathon or something when I finish out these 100 days. And, you know, even though I'm not hustling, I'm not like burning myself out. It's just 20 minutes a day that I'm doing this creative act. But just the fact that I showed up amidst the chaos of my life, amidst amidst my crazy schedule with like my kids and my job and trying to exercise and all the things and just still making these 20 minutes or sometimes three minutes for my cup out day, just for me, it's it's really special. I don't know how to describe it, but it feels, you feel unstoppable after, and it just opens up your world to say, oh, you know, what else can I take on? So that was, you know, one thing with this round with the animation. One of the big things I learned was that when you do the bare minimum and you stick with one intention, you still get crazy results. And this is what absolutely floored me. And I knew that this round, I wasn't going to be able to put a lot of time and attention into my 100 epic days because I was leading the program. You know, it was my first time leading the paid version of the program. I had a lot of stuff going on with my day job and my son, and I knew that it was just going to be a lot. So I didn't have very big expectations going in, but as the 100 days got going, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm doing my cop-out day a lot. I did 55 cop-out days, which means that for over half of the amount of the program, I was showing up for less than five minutes a day. And I still, still felt amazing at the end. I still look back at all the little animations that I did and say, wow, oh my gosh, I I can't believe I did it. Even though most of them are just like little squiggles and doodles, some of them I really like, you know, there's some with figures in them. There's some like, you know, pretty sophisticated movement going on in some of them. And, you know, I feel like I learned and felt comfortable in the program and procreate animating. I felt like I got over that hump of having that fear around just like starting, but now it just feels so obvious and normal and comfortable to be in the animation portion of Procreate, which I think is huge, like that alone. But also just this feeling of of overcoming the shame of showing up for my cop-out day. I feel like that was a big theme for me is, you know, the cop-out day is taking your goal, your 20-minute goal and saying like, what is the simple, silly version of that? That would just be so basic and it would only take you two to three minutes to do. And you just feel like, oh my gosh, what is the point of even doing this? But it relates to your goal. So for me, my goal was to do an animation for 20 minutes each day. But my cop-out day was to just do a little squiggle, just like a little doodle with a line that would take me a couple minutes. And so when I was doing those cop-out days, at first I felt really bad. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm leading this program. Like people are looking up to me. I can't believe I'm doing all these cop-out days. Like it was going for weeks at a time where I would be doing my cop-out day every single day. Like I just couldn't find the full 20 minutes. I only could grab like a couple of minutes at the end of the day and I was tired and I was just like, all right, I'll just do a little squiggle. And I was shocked how I was really building this awareness of how I was feeling around that. 
and feeling those feelings of shame and really looking at that and saying, why do I feel bad? Why do I feel guilty about doing my cop-out day? And there was just this shedding of that perfectionism that happened this time around as I went through these days. And as I just like, let it go, I just realized, you know what? I'm doing my cop-out day, like deal with it, Leanne. It's okay. And there was a lot of acceptance. And I think a lot of healing with this perfectionism wound that I have, that is part of my, you know, deep inner child work that I'm working through with like being enough and feeling like I have to be perfect to be loved. And that alone was really powerful. So it was almost to my benefit that I did so many cop-out days that I did 55 cop-out days because this round, I think was, there was a lot of healing that happened that I didn't really find. Well, I found it in the other ones, but this one seemed particularly important for me to move forward is like, wow, look at this shame. How can we get rid of, how can we like (laughs) integrate it basically and say, yeah, that's a feeling, but you know, let's look at that and say, is that really true? Do we have to feel shame? Maybe it's okay. Maybe you're inspiring people by doing your cop out day. You know, maybe the other people in the group see you showing up and you know, that's enough. You know, it's enough that you're doing your cop out day and that maybe you're doing so many of them. They feel like, wow, okay, I can stick with this when otherwise I would have given up because the leader is doing their cop out day, but they're still in it. So there was a lot of awakening of like, wow, the bare minimum, me just like showing up in these little shreds of time, I'm still getting a massive benefit from doing these 100 epic days. And that was just really cool for me. And something that I didn't expect as this theme around showing up in just like the bare minimum way. Another really cool thing that happened is that I felt like I really scratched that creative itch with the animation. You know, I didn't really get the time to bring it to its fullest extent that I had planned or to make the animations that I had maybe in my head when I was going into this. But what I did was I saw the potential and because I was in it long enough, And showing up for the animation long enough, you know, 30 days isn't enough. 60 days is not enough. It has to be 100. It's just this magical number. And because I stuck in it with the animation, I feel like I can just get that out of my head now. You know, it had been kind of weighing me down and cluttering up my brain that, you know, I kept thinking about like, what would it be like to animate and procreate? It was just rattling around in my brain. What would it be like? I don't know. And it was all just thoughts. And by doing this 100 epic days with the animation, it's like, okay, good. Now I did it. Now can I please just move on? And it feels so satisfying to feel like you've scratched that creative itch. You can move it to the side. Yes, I want to return to it eventually, but I feel like I've cleared the way and cleared the path for me to now move forward with another goal or to move forward with my art in a way that maybe will fit my lifestyle a little bit better or that will satisfy a new part of me that I need to follow, just like following my intuition to another place. 
I feel like, great. Now I can do that without this dragging feeling of the animation. I did that. It's done. I explored that. I can put it to the side. And if you're a creative, you probably know what this is like to have the shiny object syndrome or to have all these thoughts around that. Like, what if it was this? What if I did that? What if I explored this? What if it, what if my art was like that or whatever? It's just, it's overwhelming. And I feel like a big part of these animations that I did was just putting the time in, decluttering my mind of that interest so that I can now move on. So I wanted to share that learning with you. I have on my blog, if you go to epicbones.com, if you scroll down, there is some learnings from my last round of 100 Epic Days. You can check out there. Um, But it's just so cool that every time I do this, I learn something new. I show myself something new. I heal a part of myself that needs healing. And I'm also seeing these cycles happen where, you know, sometimes I need just this really light lift creative practice to just explore and let loose and let my mind wander with my art. And then sometimes I want to do a project where I'm really going all in on one single thing, like the affirmation deck. And I want, I kind of want to put more energy and focus into rallying around. Okay. Let's bring this to the finish line. And then I go back to the creative practice thing again. Like I think after the affirmation deck, I really needed to return to something that was less pressure, which is why I chose animation, even though I was a little scared of it. I think I just needed like, okay, now I just need to be free and explore and not have it like build to anything for it to just be. And now with this next round of 100 Epic Days that I'm about to take on in August, I'm feeling like I'm gearing up again to make a new product or to make a project. I'm not quite ready yet, but I have that in the back of my mind. So for this next round, I'm thinking of returning to the drawing a day, but doing it in service of a project in the future. So I'm going to do a drawing a day again, I think. I haven't decided fully, but I think that's what I'm going to do. Knowing that, okay, now I know that I can just relax, do this drawing a day, um, but have it be around the same theme and then have it build and build and build and make all these drawings. And some of them I don't like, some of them I do like, so that the next round I can take those drawings and turn it into something. So maybe it'll be another deck. Maybe it'll be a book. I don't know, but I'm kind of like ready now to return back to more of a robust creation vibe, if that makes sense. So it's really interesting to look at how the seasons go, how the cycles go, how there's this flow with your creative energy and you can't expect to be like all on, you know, all the time, every month out of the year, there's going to be these waves. So I'm feeling like I'm starting to understand my waves and starting to ride them and really embrace them as a part of my personal process. And I'm excited. I'm excited for the next round. I'm, I'm excited to return back to the drawing a day because That was truly a meditative self-care practice when I did that. And you're going to hear from Cindy who did a similar thing in a couple episodes where she did a drawing a day. And I just so related to her because it was this beautiful time for herself where she was just channeling these messages and drawings. And I felt like that's what I did the last time when I made the drawings that then became my affirmation deck. So I'm excited to return to that really beautiful place where 
you're just tapping into that part of you and, and not even realizing what you're making. You're just letting it like come through your hands. Um, so that's what I'm feeling like I'm being pulled to for this next round. So anyway, I hope that was fun to hear about my learnings from my last round of 100 Epic Days, my winter spring 2022 round. And I'm looking to start my next round August 1st for my summer fall 2022 round. So I'm really excited about that. You can go to 100epicdays.com if you want to learn more about the program and joining me. I am so excited. We're in early bird price right now. So you get 20% off, which is awesome. And I'm also doing a challenge. I'm doing a free three-day challenge called Epic Start. And I really hope you join me for this. It's so much fun. I did one last year and it was really cool. Like people started things like painting their living room, like something they had been meaning to do, but they just hadn't gotten to it yet. They kind of use this challenge to start to just start. So I'm going to go through kind of some mindset work around getting us geared up to move through resistance and obstacles. And then on day three, we're all going to start. So you, if you have something creative, it doesn't have to be like drawing or writing or anything. It could be, like I said, painting the wall in your living room. If you have something where you want to express yourself or do something with your hands or anything like that, join me for Epic Start. And it's a three-day challenge happening July 18th to the 20th. Uh, replays will be provided for anyone that can't join live. And you can go to epicstartchallenge.com. That will bring you to the page on my website to sign up for that challenge. And I hope that you join me because we're going to have a blast. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's always so great to share what I'm learning with you. I just hope that I can keep inspiring everyone to just keep moving forward, keep finding ways to just do a little piece of their creative desire and know that there is a way to fit it into your hectic day. I know that all of our schedules are just so crazy. And even if it's not like kids or your job, it could be all the other things that you want to fit into your day, like exercise and meditation. It's, a, it's just a lot to also find a slot for your personal creative pursuits. So that's why I'm here to really inspire everyone that there is a way and that we can do this. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you all in the next episode.